the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When things don't seem to be going your way, who do you blame? Yourself or God? Let's talk about that as we look at Haggai Chapter 2, next, here on Truth For Today. Hi there, and welcome to Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Well, today we take a look at Haggai Chapter 2. It's a message called, Does Your Bucket Have a Hole in It? And as we'll see from Haggai, usually if there's a hole in our bucket, a hole in our purse, our wallet, our pocket, it's because we haven't honored God with our lives. You see, God tells us that if we are to honor Him, He will be faithful and bless us. It's a simple formula, hard at times, but still very simple. For the details, here's Pastor Phil Howard on today's edition of Truth For Today. I want to speak today on the subject of does your bucket have a hole in it? Ricky Nelson made that popular. How many remember Ricky? There's three of us. Okay. Haggai said it first. And uh, it's just a two-chapter book, five sermons by Haggai. Haggai's probably 70 to 80 years of age when he delivers the message. And uh, we come to it, and we're going to see uh, this issue that the children of Israel have been in captivity in Babylon for 70 years. Did you ever ask yourself why 70 years instead of 60 Well, Jeremiah said it was God collecting the rent that he had told the children of Israel. When you go into the land, every seventh year, rest the land. Guess what? Their six-year harvest, God said the six-year harvest would be good enough to carry them through the Sabbath year. But like any human being, greed set in. And they said, we can't let the land rest. We had a bumper crop last year. Let's plant again. Let's hope for another good year. And so God, when he raised up Jeremiah, said, you tell Israel, for 490 years, you didn't give me my Sabbath. I'm going to collect the rent in Babylon. You see, God's the landlord of the land. You talk about raising the rent, he can raise the rent. Or he can put you out of the land. Takes him off to Babylon. And while there, the Medo-Persian Empire comes along. And under Cyrus, even as Isaiah prophesied, Cyrus gave a decree about 538 B.C. Go back. Go back to Jerusalem. Rebuild the temple. He even gave up uh, the shofar. Gave back the temple furnishings, the gold and silver. Go and set up your house where you worship God again. Remarkable favor. Well, uh, there's about five, oh, 50,000 remnant Jews came back out of Babylon. 
they came into the land and uh, they started work on the temple. They stopped the work. And then they have a 16-year delay, 16-year delay that they didn't do anything. And in the midst of that delay, that procrastination, God sends a prophet. Some believe that he saw Solomon's temple. He remembered how majestic it was before it was ransacked, robbed, and burned by the Babylonians under Nebuchadnezzar. And so... He comes on the scene, and there's two points we want to look at today. Very simple. First of all, what the people are saying, what God has to say. That's that's the first point. What the people say, what God says. Second part, straightforward. If you'll obey me, I'll return in blessing you. You've got to obey what I'm telling you, and I will bless you. Even if you are a child of God, he will not bless you to disobey. And he will not ignore disobedience. We grace people say grace covers all. It covers everything but sin and disobedience when you're too hard-headed to repent. God knows how to get our attention. And uh, so we'll look at these two points, what the people say, what God says. Two, if you'll obey God, His blessing will return in an abundant way. So, let's start reading. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Satil, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Josedak, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say, the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. This is a 16-year delay. After 16 years, you're still saying, God's house can wait. God's house can wait. 16 years. So, overwhelming procrastination. Why? Why did it ever stop? Why did they ever stop? Several arguments. The political one. The Persian Empire was very rocky. Some believe that they actually used the prophecies of Jeremiah to say, hey, 70 years have been prophesied against this place. No need of starting ahead of schedule. We don't need to get involved with this. And yet, the 70 years most likely had passed. It's kind of like how people use prophecy today. Jesus is coming any moment, so there's no need to get involved. Jesus is coming any moment. Uh, uh, Let's build a fallout shelter. What did Peter say? The end of all things is near. So start loving each other. Start praying for each other. Start using your spiritual gift towards one another. Start serving. Start giving. Start evangelizing. The coming of the Lord is never an excuse to do nothing. That's just a prophetic messed up mind. He told them in Acts 1, quit looking up, get busy. There's a lost world out there that needs to be reached. I haven't called you to stare in the heavens and say, come again, Lord Jesus. So they used prophecy, maybe. Then they had opposition. If you read Nehemiah and Ezra, you had two guys by the name of Sanballat and Tobiah that were always calling meetings 
and saying, you can't do this. And uh, Nehemiah, we need to go into another counseling session. And Nehemiah said in chapter 6 of Nehemiah, I don't have time to come down from the wall and talk to my critics. I don't have time to come down from the wall and quit the work and meet with those who say it can't be done. Some of you would improve your Christian life if you quit running with critics. You won't ever do anything for God running with the folks that say you can't do anything. Don't run with the folks that say you can't. So, you say, the time hasn't come. Tomorrow, manana, later, God's work can wait. It's not that important anyway. Because they had messed up priorities. And listen to what God says. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Uh Uh-oh. We got what the people have been saying. Now God's got this 70-year-old prophet. And when he speaks, and I asked myself when I saw this, I wonder if when I preach, people ever hear God. That's easy to say, is the preacher said. He didn't say Haggai, he said God spoke to Haggai. Can you hear God when men preach? Oh my, you remember what Jesus said, let him who has an ear hear what the Spirit says to the church. I don't think he meant for everybody to grab their ear and see if they got an ear. No, it's internal hearing. Can you hear? Or is there another nice sermon? I'll hear people say, well, it was a nice sermon. Sermons weren't meant to be nice. Was it the truth? Was it God? Did God say it? I know I heard all the jokes. I heard all the stories. Did God ever speak? Haggai said, God spoke through me, and you want to become like the RCA dog, where it said he's listening to his master's voice. You remember that? RCA records, you look for that dog. He's listening for his master's voice. Now listen to what he says. Is it time for you yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while this house remains a ruin? Ask the question. They're paneling their houses. They're putting on extravagant things for houses that were made out of stone, mud. Some believe the wood that they're paneling their houses with was the wood that had been collected to rebuild the house of God, but had lying laid in a field for all these years. They said, we might as well put it to use. And they started paneling their houses with it. So they got into home projects big and said, hey, we need to rebuild. No, no, uh, we're adding on a room. Uh, We're refurbishing. Carpets are ordered. It's always our house, our project, and God's looking on. He said, isn't it something? If it's for me, it can wait. If it's for them, it's right now. God said, let me tell you how I'm responding. To your priorities. Listen to what he says. Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. And so they got into a vicious cycle. After they had a poor crop, the next year they didn't want to give up the seed to sow for another crop because they may lose it. So they were 
sowing less, getting less. And so they were in a vicious cycle of economic failure. They, they just, they couldn't break it. He says, you eat, but you never have enough. They were suffering from sickness and malnutrition. They could not get enough food to go to bed at night without their stomach growling and the stomachs of their children becoming swollen with malnutrition. They couldn't get enough to eat. You drink, but you never have your fill. And this is an interesting word. Your vintage is so weak, the alcoholic content is so weak, you can't even drink enough to get drunk. That's really the, the meaning behind your drink is not water. It, you're drinking the fruit of the vine, and you like to drown your problems. But you can't even drink enough that satisfies that even to get a buzz from it. There's, there's not enough vintage to even have an effect on you. He goes on. You put on clothes, but you are not warm. And that's a miserable condition. Their clothing was so thin. Jerusalem is higher. Let's say about six. I think it's about 1,200 feet above sea level. So it's, it's a little bit mountainous. It's not the Sierra range, but it's high. It snows there. It gets cold in the winter. And he's saying, your clothing doesn't keep you warm. You're cold all the time. Why? Why? What's, what's going on? He said, you earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. Your bucket's got a hole in it. Everything you're making is going right out the bag. Since you've not put me first, I'll see to it that your check is going to be evaporating every payday. Cars will break down. Worse machines will break. Kids will need more clothes. Somebody gets sick. This, you, you didn't get a tax return. Matter of fact, you owe about 3000 this year. God said, I moved on your purse, and I'm going to let all your prosperity go right like a hole in the ground. So, why well, you can't do that. He said, I can't. I'm doing it. This is what the Lord says, verse 7. Give careful thought to your ways. I want you to go up to the mountains, bring down timber, and start building me a house so that I may take pleasure in it. But you wouldn't do it, so this is what's been happening. You expect much, but you see it turned to be little. What you brought home, I... Can you just do like... There went my paycheck. There went my crop. Oh, the moths ate all of our woolen clothes, so we're going to freeze this winter. The grapes didn't yield, they didn't ferment. He said, everything going on in your life, I've taken away all prosperity. Because, you see, I control whether a man prospers or not. I do. Not Wall Street, me. You ought to be scared, especially if you're not honoring God. If he's not your priority... And if you're pros, pro, uh, procrastinating about putting him first, he's saying, my breath is strong. I can blow it all away. I can, I can sew up the hole in your economic bucket. Therefore, you, because of you, the heavens have withheld their due. 
I've caused a drought on the fields and the mountains and the grain and the new wine, the olive oil, and everything the ground produces. You make money, but you don't have anything to show for it. You got clothes, but can't get warm. You've got crops, but they're not enough to feed your babies. Then he says, if you'll obey me, if you'll obey me and get this project done, I'll be with you, I'll bless you, I'll keep you. Very simple. You say, not now, I say now. You say, God shouldn't be first. God's a last priority. And God's saying, I won't be slighted without serious consequences to you. See, economics is one of the ways God talks to human beings that they tend to listen. It's very materialistic. Uh, I'm not a prosperity preacher, but I've got a prosperity God. You can't prosper without his help. You cannot prosper if God doesn't bless you. You know, you think you've got a lot of money. I've talked to guys, said, you know what? We had a nest egg until she got cancer. And I had a man tell me that. And our insurance had lapsed just before the diagnosis. Uh, We've been living without insurance. We spent all of our savings, everything we thought we'd have. Cancer stripped all of our resources. Had a friend of mine that you helped to bury his wife. He said, I either bought her medications at 5000 a month. She was a serious diabetic. Or I made the house payment. So I lost the house, bought the medications, and lost everything. They say more people filed bankruptcy last year than who graduated from college. Uh, I read this report. I got it from Randy Alcorn. Things about people and uh, money. Some people consider... Uh, to be an American, you ought to be owning your house, two incomes, husband and wife, and that they're more desirable than having children. In our country, the population's kept up. It was primarily African American, and now it's Latinos that keep our population up, and we're up around 300 million plus. The Anglos quit having babies. And a lot of it was this. Uh, double income, no children. Uh, We don't want babies uh, in the way. We can't own own a brand new Corvette and raise kids. We can't make our trip to Europe. We would rather be without children and have money than to have children. Do you think that's worth the trade-off? Don't answer, especially you double income folks and you're not pregnant yet. Maybe there's other reasons you're not pregnant, you know. I just met a man uh, when we were in Texas. I believe they said that they had a picture here. They had 54 grandchildren. I believe they had five children. And uh, we said, wait, how, how many, how is this possible? I said, well, we taught them to do what it takes to have children. <laughs> oh, okay. Paid off. 54. I mean, one son, they had 10 children, a girl had five, and then they went, I think they had 30-some-odd great-grandchildren, only 24 grandchildren. Would you rather have money than a life? I mean, you think of it, and this is going on all over. Uh, one couple said, with our lifestyle, we just can't afford 
good child care, and all the things we like. The average American, this is Randy Alcorn I get this from, the average American shops six hours a week, but only 40 minutes a week with their children. Six hours in a mall, shopping for what you don't need. You had to add on a new room to house all the clothes you don't wear. And 40 minutes for the child. Now, that's Randy Alcorn. Where he got the stat, I don't know. But six hours in a mall, some shopping center, 45 minutes for the kid. Uh, by the age of 20, the average television viewer has seen one million commercials. They say 90% of all divorces, money plays a major factor in it. And you really better get to count money if you get a good divorce. Assets tend to be split. Are you depressed? Everybody's got to deal with money. And here God is saying, I have not been blessing you. But if you'll go and obey me, get the lumber, go. I tell you in verse 8 of chapter 2, all the silver and all the gold is mine. I'll finance you doing my will. I'll be with you doing my will. He said to Joshua and to Zerubbabel, I'll be with you. Be strong. And the Spirit energized their spirit. Put me first and I'll supply everything else you need. Put me first. I'll take care of prosperity. Obey God. Obey God. Put God first. Seek first my kingdom and you'll quit being a worry wart about all of this life. Is that not what he said in Matthew 6? Let me say second part. Obey God, honor God, and he will bless you. Let's just rehearse it in the book. Look at verse 7 and 8 again. I'm just going to underscore as we go through. Verse 7 and 8. Give careful thought to your way. Go up to the mountain, bring down the temper, build my house, so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored. This is not just any old house. This house will say my presence is going to come back and visit the nation. Number one, do that. He said, when you didn't do that, I took away your prosperity. You ought to get the message. I controlled the rain. I brought the drought. I brought get right with me, and I'm going to lift the curse from you. I'm going to lift it. Then, in chapter 2, verse 15. Now, give careful thought to this. From this day on, consider how things were before one stone was laid on another. They eventually start building, but he reminds them again. Let me tell you how it was like when you didn't obey. When you didn't make my house a priority. That you might grow in Christ and find encouragement in the day-to-day lives that we lead as believers in Christ. It is a challenge to live in a dead and dying world, is it not? Especially knowing heaven awaits us. So it is a delight to be able to come to you on a daily basis and provide you with this encouragement from God's Word as we teach and train and, and preach the gospel of Christ for the glory of God and your good. This is Truth For Today, Pastor Phil Howard, taking us to God's Word that we might be mutually edified in grace. 
If you have questions or comments about the broadcast, maybe you would like to hear the program again. We have a couple of ways that you can reach us. The easiest, of course, is our phone number, 855-833-9864. If you would rather visit our website and work through the website, you can do so, truthfortodayradio.org. A lot of resource materials available there. Besides our podcasts, you'll also take advantage of the many other resources, books, and materials. It's all at truthfortodayradio.org. You can write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California, 94547 is our zip code. And as we conclude our time today, we would invite you to link arms with us financially and prayerfully. These programs come to you on a daily basis, and even our extended resource materials found at our website are available as you link arms with us, partnering with us financially and prayerfully. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Please consider how you might come alongside and partner with us as we continue to minister the gospel of Christ to the greater Bay Area. We'd love to hear from you. Here's that phone number once again. 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. And our website, you can securely give a donation there as well, truthfortodayradio.org. And then we would also invite you to join us for worship. If you're not involved in a fellowship near you, consider this an official invitation to join us here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. For directions and information, you can visit our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, call 855-833-9864. And then, would you please mention that you were invited by the radio broadcast to one of our ushers? It would mean a great deal to us. Whether you visit us in person, or simply stop by our website, or listen to us here on the radio, we hope to see you next time we get together. For another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.